Here he is. Hey. Ye old schlag. How have you been? Busy. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. What's God, up? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Tell me what you've been up to. Today? Yeah. You want a rundown? Just in general. Oh, general. Well, we've been doing people just enough and film stuff. Oh, God, yeah. Other show stuff. Oh, should we tell um, them what we were doing yesterday? What, the film stuff? Checking out posters of ourselves that are going to be plastered around the nation. Yeah. Because we've got a film coming out in the cinema this August. Yeah, and I decided when I saw it big that I really hated it. <laughs> yeah, actually, no. I don't like my face on that one. It's massive. Guess we've got to get over that. Yeah, well, you know, that's the problem with doing the weight loss after the film. Well, yeah, I thought it was more in character for him to be bigger. That's why I... I oh, so it's the art. I like it. Yeah, I no, did I did that as well. Well, that's a good point. Brings me to a good point. If, I don't know when this is coming out, maybe the film will be out already, but if you've seen or are going to see the film, there is parts where me and Hugo uh, are a in... Little, yeah, a <laughs> little bit revealing the clothing. Oh, and yeah, we did yeah. that intentionally for the role because we will, some people starve for their art, we eat for our art. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I want another job so I can eat exactly. again. Exactly. But in real life, if you meet us in real life, we're V-shaped with uh, six packs. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. V-shaped. Thank Men God we can finally get back to our normal body shapes. Am I right, yeah. Hugo? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm mentally sharp like Gary V as well. Oh, very nice. And I can't yeah. believe the last 10 years, Rough Cut and the BBC made us be fat. I know, they're killing us yeah, for they're art. Killing for, us art. for art, yeah. So, but it's worth it, all right? Yeah, sort so, of Kurt Cobain stuff. So any, anyone out there, you know, even women... Mainly women, even though we're not single, but in your mind, you should think that we've got six packs. We have, yeah, I want everyone yeah. to just assume. And guys, guys can think it as well, yeah, anyone just assume it, yeah. Don't, don't even... ever walk past me and assume I haven't got one, whatever you associate yourself as, think yeah. it, think it, yeah, yeah. Nice. What do you associate yourself as? Who, me, yeah, the you're not man, woman, you're just the well, I am, I'm man, but I'm also the okay. <laughs> I'm looking for a bathroom <laughs> for the the, please. <laughs> Actually, I'm the DA, the man. Yeah, the yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a story yeah. for you. You like this? Oh, I was at Stansted anyway. Airport. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One yeah. of the best airports. Yeah. One of the lower grades. Yeah. Massive queue for the men's. Oh, God. What did I do? Took a shit on the, in the middle of the. Uh... Not this time. No. Okay. Cool. Not this time. Yeah. They have a um, genderless bathroom. Oh, really? No queue for it. Wow. And I needed a shit. So I yeah. thought, okay. this, is, this is me. So yeah, I, just, yeah. I was rocked up in there. Sick. Got the black album. Nice. How did it feel? Woke. Felt like, good. That's your first woke shit. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the most nice. woke shit I've ever had. Yeah. Do you know someone else that someone probably takes woke shit sometimes? Who? Our today's guest. guest. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, because today's guest is someone very special. Yeah. It, it has to be. It has to be. Someone who's only got one name. Yeah. You don't need to say the rest of his name. It's like Madonna, if you will. Who else has yeah. got one name? Brittany? Uh, Pharrell. Pharrell, exactly. Or yeah. Farrell, as I like to call him. Prince. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Someone whose hip-hop knowledge can match that of even the most hardcore Bronx native that thrived throughout the 80s and 90s. Bushwick. Exactly. Not only that, this man has sharpened his comedic blades on the highest level panel shows and comedic circuit stages on road. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, boy. The man that loves his mum so much, he brings her everywhere, even on telly. The stand-up, oh. the writer, the actor, the human hip-hop encyclopedia, it's man like Ramesh. This is nothing more than an intro. There he oh, is. Bloody Hello, is. boys. You all right? Here he is, yeah, the old you. slag. How you <laughs> doing? 
<laughs> in a hotel on your own? No. Well, I mean, I, I've got an isolate at home at the moment. Oh, nice. Especially if you've got a leather backboard for your bed. You, just, you can do what you want once you've got that. Do you know the worst, the saddest thing about this bed is that it's actually got a TV that comes out the, the foot of it. Oh, nice. Oh, I've always wanted no, one of them. As soon, oh, as, as soon as you have it, you think, oh, this is so shit. Like, like it's good. Yeah. Was it one of those things that you really wanted, though? You know when like, you walk like, it, you know, you know, it. yeah, you know, like I think I must have seen it on like MTV Cribs or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then like you yeah. think, oh, that'd be fucking great. And then like Lisa, my wife, was like a bit like unsure about it, and I was like, no, no, it'd be great. Yeah. And then about half an hour after having it, I was just thinking, we can't show this to anybody. This is like a wanker's bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is. Fuck, I've just remembered that was of the 1996 episode yeah, of yeah, Wu-Tang yeah. and Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this is something, that's still, this is something that Redman yeah. had 15 beds ago when it was cold. You know what I mean? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like moving's a bit of a nightmare. This bed's so it. heavy. Yeah, there's a telly in yeah. it. All right. <laughs> oh, so you're a cunt. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. <laughs> right, good yeah. My, my mum and dad used to have... Um, this one, like in the 80s, that had a, a radio installed. Oh, in that was it. And a I sick thought that bed. was pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. It, was sick it was gold. So as Hugo well. slept in that. Yeah. You enough. slept in yeah. that bed? Yeah. How was it? No, I didn't share. No, I'm not saying. Not, I'm, not not my mum and no, dad. I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah. but there's like, it was very. People good. who sleep in very a bed for a long time, I think they sort of leave, they leave something, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, you're were right. You con- yeah, were you yeah. Con- it's like wearing someone else's yeah. pants. Yeah. Were you conscious of that when you. Not really. I just respected the bed so much that. I was looking forward to this. The, the old times there with my mum and dad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so what are you saying, bro? How how's uh, how's this last year been for you, man? What, what you been uh, up to? It's been all right. I I, uh, I was in the middle of a tour when the first lockdown like kicked in. So I just started my run at the Apollo, and like I think we're mm-hmm. one night in, and they said they're gonna they're gonna lock down in a few days, but. Do you remember how quickly everybody's attitude towards it changed? Because I remember doing the last day, the last tour show that I did, which I think was like March the 13th or something like that before lockdown happened. And I was like fucking really taking the piss out of the whole, like really joking about it. And everyone's laughing about it. And it's like, I mean, a few days later, it just felt the public conscious had completely changed. You know I mean, I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, was, it was such I, a switch. I was the polar opposite because I had... Um... My flatmate, Kieran, he's a builder, so he's obviously going around different sites yeah. and that. And at like, the end of February, he was basically choking in the living room with the shivers and shit. So I caught it off him, and I was the opposite. I was like, see, this is it. And then people going, going, ah, it's not going to happen. And if it does by this summer, we'll be like, no. And I'm like, no, at least two years. It's going to be at least two years. You mark my words, because I'm ill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. No, this shit's real. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, yeah. yeah. I saw exactly. the images yeah, yeah. of the people in the other countries, but that don't count. I got it. <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah, I got exactly. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like when it's yeah. like when do you ever like when everyone's going on about, on about Ebola, and like no matter how yeah, many numbers yeah. they come up with, you're still calm, and then like, you hear that somebody in Croydon might have it, and you shit yourself. Yeah. Then, like, suddenly, yeah. then yeah. suddenly it's a real disease. Then, do you know what I mean? of course, it's like yeah. even like my family like lives in Iraq, and even when like shit was kicking off over there, I still sort of didn't believe yeah. it. Like, nah, it's still on the table. Right, yeah. yeah, they're probably all right. Be, where they are, they're probably fine. exaggerating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember yeah. my first trip to Tesco. I was like, gloves, glasses, mask, every <laughs> fully covered. Duct tape. I looked like I had a hazmat on. Yeah. Now but I then also, care. the other like, thing about the first time I went to a supermarket, I really thought it was illegal to go backwards on any of those arrows. So like, so yeah, like yeah, yeah, if, yeah, I, yeah. if I walk past something that I've forgotten to get, I feel, oh, yeah. fuck, I'll have to wait till next time now. Do you know what I mean? 
yeah. go. You have to leave yeah. that behind <laughs> because they will catch you on the CCTV and send a letter to your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then, and then, so, so, what's it like being like with work and that well, man? Like, obviously, you, you started another podcast and stuff. Is that things that you had to sort of convert? Well, a, a little in... bit. I, I think like a lot of comedians went a bit mad when lockdown. Happened, yeah, you know I mean, like if you look at a lot of yeah. content. And I'm including myself in this. Like, if, if you look, yeah. everybody was like trying to think of a way of doing something. And like, there's loads of people who like regularly do like stuff on Instagram or do like YouTube and stuff. And they were fine. They just carried on doing that shit. Yeah, yeah. But then you saw these comedians yeah. that hadn't, they just didn't want to do that before lockdown happened. Then all of a sudden, yeah. they're trying to convert what they do to that. And it's like, there's some real yeah. shit that came out around that. Like, I think I think one of the so things true. that's going to happen after this finishes, a lot of people have got to go delete some content from about a year ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there was Man. so much. I was doing like a Facebook Live every day for, for a couple of weeks like with nothing, no prep. <laughs> I just thought I'd just chat, respond to comments and stuff. It's awful. There's hours of fucking... Absolute dog shit content on my Facebook page that I've got to get rid of, man. It's just embarrassing. It's, it's so true, don't it? You got like like people like Munya and people like yeah. that that were already making amazing yeah. content, mm. and then it like they can propel even more because you know the people are in to watch it and stuff like that. And then there's like you say you're doing your Facebook live or like my Instagram suddenly got a little bit more branded content sort of partnership. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right before I was like, fuck that, man, it's all for the yeah, art. Yeah. yeah. I know, I know. It's so, yeah. suddenly find myself talking about like uh, crisps really passionately. Do you know what I mean? Like in a way that yeah. I, I, I never did adverts before. But like, yeah. So yeah. you guys into whiskey? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> but they want to pay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely want them on board. <laughs> but but I was I, I ended up so just when lockdown started, I, I do this topical show for BBC Two called the Ranganation, and it's like yeah, yeah. so so when when lockdown first happened, we're due to do we'd always been due to do a second series of that, and then mm. obviously like nobody could go out and film, and just, like, there was loads of like Zoom based TV shows coming out and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I was talking to the production team about what we were going to do because they're trying to figure out can we do it in a studio. Are we going to have to do it somewhere halfway or whatever? And it, so like, it was loads of mm. chat talks about that. And yeah. so anyway, we ended up doing it from my garage and like, um, so I was, it was actually quite good because it was, I was able to just carry on doing the show as I would have done normally. And then I, instead of writing it Sick. at a, a, an office, I was just staying at home and doing it, which is wicked. Like, you know, yeah. I didn't have to commute or anything like that. Oh no, but I think that's the best thing. Like the cutting out commutes has been the best thing. Oh to mate, it's so fucking great. Like, like, you know, I just, yeah. My writing days were starting at 10 and I would get up at yeah. quarter to 10. It's, it's, it's amazing, right? Yeah. Like, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing I found was a bit weird, if I'm being honest, is like when I was doing the show in the studio, you go to the studio in the morning and then I'd be in like show mode. You know, you'd go through the scripts mm. and you'd be getting ready to, to record the show. And like the whole day, you're just sort of getting ready for this, like this thing. Whereas doing it in my garage, you know, we'd go and do the rehearsal in the garage and then I'd come back into the house and then my kids want sandwiches. And like, and like obviously, yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. that's a... Normality. Yeah, that, I'm a fucking star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. literally down the end of the driveway. I'm a fucking legend. <laughs> All right. And now I'm having to make you a fucking Your stat. mate's dads have like, a studio. Why the fuck are you calling me dad? <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. Romesh. <laughs> no, you're right, though. There, there isn't that transitional no. period. That's that. I never thought of that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I, I sort of I sort of found myself having to like do a do a bit of like standing in the 
by the front door, just sort of fucking before I go, just getting in, yeah, getting into get the zone together. so I can walk down the driveway and fucking hustle. And then like yeah. also I was doing, I started doing, because I do a monologue at the top of that show, when I did it, when we were doing mm. it properly, like, at, you know, in an actual studio with an audience and stuff, I'd go to gigs and run the material mm. like the night before the record or whatever and see what works and what didn't. And obviously we weren't able to gig. Right. And I'd always, yeah. I was a bit like, if I'm being honest, I was really cynical about doing Zoom gigs because I just sort of, mm. I don't know, man. It's just like, when they first started, people weren't even letting people into the fucking room. So you'd be doing a gig into your laptop with no feedback whatsoever because people hadn't figured out how to put a front row That's in, right? Insane. So you'd just be like yeah, talking yeah, yeah. to silence, right? It's, it's yeah. unacceptable as an experience for everybody involved. Right? And then eventually... Pausing, pausing for the laughter that's yeah, not there. Yeah, totally. Just, you just sort of, <laughs> yeah. It's so shit. Yeah. I mean, like, so I was having to do gigs for, for, for regulation, but they, they put a front row in. But like, it, it would, yeah. it, it's just not the... You know, you're sort of shouting into a laptop in your, in your yeah. house. And there's a time delay as well. Yeah, there's a time... And then sometimes you assume there's been a time delay so you wait for a laugh a few seconds and then it turns out that joke just died. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's like all of that yeah. just totally throws your rhythm off. Yeah. It's horrible. Now, I find that in writers' meetings on Zoom as well when you sort of like say something you think is quite jokes and then it's silent. Yeah. You're like, oh my and it, God. It always, and then they laugh. It always seems to happen when you've said the most offensive thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, Exactly. Like you sort of yeah. go, this is a bit of a risk. And you say the joke and then everyone's yeah. quiet and you go, oh, fucking hell. Have I finally offended my best mates? <laughs> I've finally done it. <laughs> I had to do a script reading one that was horrible with about 30 people. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? What was it? Yeah, was there an yeah. atmosphere in it? Like, like, were people laughing and like... Not really, because everyone's on mute. Like, oh, no. apart from the actors. Right. And they're like, they don't want to throw you off. There's a time delay. It's horrible. They're, I mean, they're horrible at the best of times. Yeah, so it I mean. didn't get commissioned, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is um, a very useful part of the show um, for when you um, need things to do. It's the recommendation part. So, uh, you know, obviously we've all been in a lot more. Have you, have you been watching or or listening to or reading even anything uh there's i've been reading a lot of um i've been reading a lot of comics yeah. so uh i've got a weirdly not weird there's nothing weird about it it's just i'm just saying it as a punctuation to get into this bit but um <laughs> I, i've been reading a lot of 2000 ad that i used to read quite a lot you know like judge dread and road oh, trooper yeah. and all that and oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah yeah strontium dog and all that and i used to read it years ago and then like just recently yeah. i'd heard that like there was a good run on Rogue Trooper. So I, I just started reading, I was, I was doing a bit of reading of that. And I, I, the other thing, it's a bit, I do find reading comics a bit embarrassing. Like my wife sort of makes me feel awkward about it. Like, like sometimes we'll sit in bed and, and read. And if I pull out like, like <laughs> Immortal dread. Hulk or some shit like that, she'll sort of, <laughs> she will look at me like, right. you're a father of three. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. A really thin, sort of shiny paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thing, which she's got a nice yeah, yeah, book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, sometimes I feel, t I actually feel too embarrassed to, to, to bring out. I know what you mean, but do you know what? Like, funnily enough, for our world anyway, yeah. in my mind, I'm like, God, that's quite cool because it's kind of like Wu Tang hip hop in fact, <laughs> yeah. into comics and MF Doom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but only in our world do we understand Mate, that. It's but, so uh, weird because, like, you know, the, the thing I notice is like, when you're on a train and you read a comic yeah. book, it, you sort of feel 
it's horrible. I, I just sort of didn't realise until I first did it. Like, I, I, I had like, yeah. I was really wanting to read this Death of Spider-Man graphic novel, right? And so I just yeah. thought, I was reading at home and I thought, oh, fucking, I've got to go to work. And I thought, let me just read it on the train. And there, there's something about being an adult, reaching into your bag and pulling out a comic on a, on a train. I just don't, I don't think people are ready for it. They don't think, oh, that guy's cool in a kind of a Wu-Tang kind of, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a hip, he's, he's reading the comic books yeah. in a hip hop way. I think they just, yeah. I think, he's pretty I got 40 in his bag. I think they well. just think that guy might be a nonce. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. He's either it's a nonce or he works yeah. at like games yeah. workshop. Or he's or working yeah. up to become. He's a not nonce. assuming you've got a nine in your bag no. as well to match it. <laughs> yeah, get that out as well. Go, I'm not yeah. a nonce. Put your gun on yeah. the side. Yeah. All right. Just sort of go. Normally, I'd be reading this while having a blaze, but I'm on a train. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Everyone shut the fuck up and then read. <laughs> You know what though? It's true. I've often thought that about any uh, bringing out any book in public. Yeah. You know, if you're on a train, it's quite close quarters, and it's it's a real big risk of to what you're reading, isn't it? Because people are just going to judge yeah, you. Well, I, I, yeah, well, I I read kind of quite lowbrow stuff. I, I guess what would be considered mm. lowbrow stuff because I I read comic books or whatever. Which and, and the other thing I read is like really sort of you know like thriller fiction, like one of the ne the next right, door yeah, neighbor yeah, yeah. died who did it or whatever, right? You know those really sort yeah, of yeah, yeah, quick yeah. to read like page turner things. Gripping, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But people who actually read hate yeah. that kind of. Frown they they really it. frown upon it. Mm -hmm. Like that's not proper. That's yeah. not proper reading. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes I'd be like when we're doing a, when we're doing a travel show, like all the guys, the production team are quite smart and quite intellectual, mm. and they yeah. start talking about books I've never even heard of, and then they'll go to me. What are you reading at the moment, Ramesh? I mean, I just sort of say, I actually say nothing rather than saying what I'm reading. I mean, I, I'd, yeah, I, I'd no, rather I them judge me for not reading than say yeah, what I'm I don't read. I don't even read emails, so, like, <laughs> well, properly, I scan them. Yeah. Anything good in that? No. Yeah, it's better not saying anything because it, it's more like, so if mm. I did read, you could probably imagine I'd read your lot of yeah. shit, but yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I might get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to, I was trying to, um, during lockdown, I was like becoming a bit concerned about how little I know about history, like just general. You know, people talk about periods of history and they say they throw out facts yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's common knowledge. Yeah, yeah. And I think I didn't fucking know that happened then. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I've, got, yeah, same, I've got no yeah. idea. Like, you know, you know, they sort of look at something and they go, yeah, I mean, that's clearly Tudor because if you sort of, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. that's about, I don't yeah, know. And I just difference. think I, I don't <laughs> fucking know what you're on about. So then I bought, I bought yeah. this like Andrew Marr book on like history and I've tried to yeah. read it. I've had, Maybe maybe thirty seven aborted attempts at trying to read that book. I just don't think wanting to not be embarrassed in conversation is enough of a motivation to read a book as heavy as that. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, it's only enough. It's only a motivation in yeah, that yeah. moment, not when you're in yeah, bed. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Oh, actually, I've got to put hours of my life into this. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'll just yeah, sort of. Course, of yeah. The yeah, but or I could just pretend right. to need to go to the toilet every time this comes up. Do you know what I mean? I, I do that all the time. I've got a bookshelf full of shit behind yeah. me because as soon as someone mentions something, oh, I'll order that actually. And then, uh, and then I'm just like, ah, oh, I could watch telly though. I just, yeah, and, yeah it's and then, I'll, I'll definitely read ne next week. I'll start being more of a reader, but this week, telly, yeah, 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 yeah totally. Cool. And then, yeah, like, yeah. you know, when you read, like, when people pull out facts, interesting facts that they've read or whatever. Yeah. All of my facts yeah. come from like two books I read like 15 years ago. That uh, 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 do you know what I mean? <laughs> the same shit as well. Yeah. I hope I hope this conversation moves on to something I read about in Freakonomics. Otherwise, I'm fucking out. <laughs> <laughs> With me, it's like, I hope they talk about the office because <laughs> I'll, yeah. really, I'll really jump into that. 
yeah. <laughs> we'll try and swerve it into yeah, the office. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, and have you been doing anything normal, like watching things? Uh, I did like all the usual uh, watching, like all the things like Tiger King yeah, and Last yeah, Dance and yeah, all yeah. that. But the thing that my wife and I did that we hadn't done up to that point, you know, like, is that time to catch up on stuff? You know, stuff that you've missed. Yeah. yeah. So, like, we'd never watched Game of Thrones. Uh-oh. And so we wow, watched that yeah. from start to finish. I don't know if you've reviewed... Have wow. you reviewed to watch that? Yeah, yeah. Hugo's no, a Game of Thrones man, but I know what a responsibility that is. Fucking yeah. hell. It's a lot of it's hours. It's a lot of hours. And also, it's that it, Game of Thrones is one of those annoying shows where for, it's so dense. For the first two mm. episodes... I really don't know. You really don't know what the hell's going on. Like, like you, you sort of, yeah. you're hearing all these names being thrown about and you sort of think, should I be taking notes? Or something? Like, I, I, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not <laughs> yeah, getting yeah. this by yeah. osmosis. Like, it feels like, yeah. fuck the yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All of that. And then later on, yeah. I just sort of assumed it would become clear like at, when it needed to or whatever. But yeah, yeah. But we loved, like we properly loved yeah. it. Ask. If you don't ask, boy. You don't get asked. So uh, let's take it back. Yeah. Um, where did it Where did it all start for you, man? Like, I know you used to be a teacher, right? Yeah, I was. Uh, so way before that, what, what did you like? What What did you want to be growing up? I guess uh, I didn't really um, think about it very much. Like, like I, I, when I was right, very young, my like. My dad was doing really like pretty well, you know. He was in like a finance job, and we had like a pretty mm-hmm. kind of comfortable sort of start in life. Do you know what I mean? And then is this in Crawley? In Crawley, yeah. So I grew yeah. I've spent like most of my life in Crawley. So like my we, we, we it was it was all going well. And then I don't know. I like like basically my dad was a bit of a a party animal. Do you know what I mean? So he was like getting drunk and shit a lot of work, and he was like yeah. he started yeah. get, he started like moving from job to job, and 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 like I mean basically what happened was is. Just one day, it all kind of went tits up. Like he, 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 he wasn't making enough money. He couldn't pay the mortgage, and they'd sort of hid it from us for quite a while. We'd see, I'd seen my mum and dad arguing a lot, but like, but like, mm. so, so back then, before all that happened, I was very much like work hard at school. You know, a typical classic Asian parents. Like, you got to right. study. You're going to do this. Like, my mum was like doing all the the classic. You know. Hopefully, be a doctor kind of chat and all that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, so yeah. all of that was happening. But then, and did you did you find that it, were you naturally academic as well? I, I would say that I was naturally quite academic, but also incredibly lazy. Do you know what I mean? So 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 right. I I just I, I couldn't really put my all into anything really. Do you know what I mean? So, and and yeah, then yeah. like like all of my reports were like teachers have been really frustrated by like if he actually put his mind to it, yeah, but he doesn't seem to care and blah blah blah. I, like that's kind of my school reports the whole way through but then like when um we got our house repossessed and then we ended up we were living in a bed and breakfast for a bit like council put us in a bed and breakfast wow. because they didn't have enough uh council flats or whatever and then yeah. basically in that short time like my dad like went to prison we found out my dad had, like was committing some fraud deal so he went he went to wow. prison i mean when that happened, like when all that shit happened, like my mum and dad kind of split up. My dad went to prison. We were, we would we lost the house and we we're in this sort of council, this council B and B. You just, I just stopped giving a shit about anything to do with school. Then at that point, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just sort of switched off. Yeah, properly switched off, and you're kind of just you're just fucking about then, you know. And like you know, I sort of yeah. not turning up to lessons and shit and and all of that. And then, but at the same time, I was sort of doing that, but also 
not massively wanting to add to my mum's stress because she had been through a horrific yeah. time of it. So, so you kind of hiding this from her? A little bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it became obvious, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like she was hearing from our school that I was fucking about. And, blah, and how old were you at this time? So it started when I was about maybe like 10, like yeah. all my dad's troubles and yeah, stuff. Yeah. My dad went to prison when I was about 14. Yeah. So he, he went to prison for a couple of years. And um, yeah, so I just started f- fucking about. And to be honest with you, I didn't really have any ambitions at that stage. I just thought, I just didn't care, you know, and my brother was the same. I've got a younger brother and he was exactly the same. We mm. just started. I feel sorry for my mum because, you know, part of the reason they came over to England was to give us a better... For you guys. You know, better opportunities course, and to, yeah. to, to do better. And then suddenly this has all happened mm. and now it looks like their kids are going to, like, their kids are going to go off the rails. I think it was a bit of a worry for them. But, yeah, um, yeah. And then I fucked up my GCSEs. I just, you know, didn't do any work for them or whatever. And then after my GCSEs, I started to think I oh, maybe I need to to do something I mean I did A-levels and sort of fucked them up as well really yeah, and yeah. then I, I sort of I went off to uni I mean I, I still was sort of I didn't I wasn't really interested in what I was doing basically I did economics and, and a bit of maths because I'd heard I'd read somewhere that they add the most to your potential lifetime earnings right so I just thought oh, I'll do that because yeah. you know numbers. it feels like a sensible thing yeah it's a yeah, numbers yeah, thing yeah, right yeah. so but I just didn't care about it it, it didn't occur to me you know when people say they go to uni to do something they really feel passionate about? Mm-hmm. I just think, why the fuck didn't I do that? Because <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't give a shit about what I did at uni. Yeah. So like every single lecture felt like agony. Yeah. It's just yeah. like it, it, I just didn't enjoy it at all. And so I went to uni and then finished uni and I just thought I'm just gonna apply for anything. You know, like just gonna find try and find where, any where job. Where did you really. go uni? So I went to I went to Kingston to do my degree. Oh, and I went oh I'm from Kingston. Oh, are you? Yeah. yeah. So shit out, but yeah. we used to, it is a shit. Yeah. We, we, no, we I tell you, we used to, do you know you know you obviously know Surbiton then. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, there's yeah. A, there's a there's a there's a curry house in Surbiton called a Blue India. Yeah, yeah, right? I know. I yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I used to have a hip hop show on a pirate radio station that operated from the flat above there. Wow, but, like, that's amazing. <laughs> that's what I was gonna ask you as well. Was you like because I know obviously you're passionate about hip-hop and stuff but you were, yeah. were you ever a part of it like as in yeah like either spitting or djing or whatever. i used to rap a bit you know and like i used to do like shitty little mixtapes and stuff but i was crap you know like yeah. it was like everything i did was really derivative and you know you know like it just i didn't have anything that i was bringing to it that was anything approaching original you know like, yeah, like, yeah, i was yeah, really course, into like yeah, yeah. i was really into like lyricist yeah, yeah, you know i would yeah. do these multi-syllabic metaphors and all that and i'd think it was great but it, it didn't sound good yeah. and it also had no identity of its own do you yeah, know what i mean but yeah. you know so i had that thing of like really thinking i was fucking good yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Do, do you <laughs> know what i mean but now i i really thought i was good because I was so nerdily into it. Yeah. You don't think of any musicality. You know, I was one of those guys who just like, yeah. you know, come harder, like sword twice. You know, all that. and they're like, <laughs> yeah, you, you can't understand the sharpness, bring it in the darkness. You know how, you know, all that kind of fucking yeah. really aggressive yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just shit. It's yeah. just shit. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's just absolute kind of shit. Not who you are a little bit as well. I think. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's, it's sort of like this really soft spoken. Like, is that? That's not yeah. Really. It's such a shame because your because your dad went prison, so that would have been perfect in the. Oh, league. that's oh, no, such no, a yeah. great one to use. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. as you're explaining, I was a bit jealous of it. Fuck, that would have been great for my. <laughs> that's rapture. a great. You don't, you don't you don't talk like a guy that will rain down upon the mic with <laughs> the heat of a thousand suns. It's weird. Though. No, you don't I have can. that vibe. <laughs> no, no, that's lyrically. That's lyrically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it true. was so shit. Yeah. I remember I did like a, I did a, 
a battle competition, right? Yeah. It's like pre-jump off. It was called Battle Scars. Yeah, I, I remember Battle Scars. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you so did like, that, did, yeah? Yeah, I did wow. Battle Scars like years. And, and you have to send in a tape or something of like a 16. And yeah. then they're like, invite if you, it, like that was the first stage and then they invite you. And I went to to do it at the Scala. Yeah. And um, I couldn't battle, you know, like I, I just had written, I'd written some lyrics and I managed to put together this 16 bars. But yeah, I couldn't, you know, you have to practice that shit of like course. every day. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like you, but I thought just because I, I just was just stupid. Do you know what I mean? So I, I turned up and like, I was seeing these people battling and and I turn up and I basically was like greased in like that. You remember those Euros that they won? I just got a lucky draw after lucky draw. I sort of coming up against people that could barely fucking speak. Yeah. I just kept going through. <laughs> I just kept getting through, getting through, yeah. getting through, right? And then the problem was, is that although that was exciting at the time, I got to the final and came up against a couple of guys that could actually mm. properly do it. Yeah. And, it, and it was a fucking embarrassment. Like it was a real... It was humiliating, like, like <laughs> properly, like, like really, like oh, next God. level. Yeah, like you know, like breaking you. You down. know when B Rabbit chokes at the beginning yeah. in Eight Mile. It was yeah. like that kind of thing where yeah. everybody's just shouting and screaming, and they're all doing that to me. Like, oh my yeah. god, it was, it was fucking mad. Where does that confidence come from, though? That age, that that delusion and confidence. I don't know, man. No, but Asim, first time up, we went to jump off. They yeah. were they were they have their battles and Asim yeah. like an excited child just ran off and mm. ten minutes he comes back and he's like I'm in the next round mm. and I like, <laughs> anxiety for him I was like yeah are you sure you want to do this man <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah yeah and he he lost but he did, yeah. he has that confidence so yeah. he was all yeah. right with it I was but my, my I mean I lost so badly that my friends actually sort of asked to leave separately <laughs> because because as, as, as I walked down off the stage, like it was like fucking, you know, like in a movie, you'd imagine it, the camera panning, like just walking through the audience and they're all just going, you're fucking shit. Yeah. You got fucking oh done. You got done. It was like that the yeah. whole way out. And I never rapped again after that. Well, I'm not surprised. But, That's trauma. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. I can't. Do you know what's so funny? Yeah, that like, I, th- I can't believe how people change that. Like, talking to you now, you're such an intelligent, together man. And it's like, what a mad decision <laughs> to make back then. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Because I've always, I've always overthought everything. So I've never made those decisions where, yeah. Like, I, I think I, sometimes the less you know about something, the more confident you are. Like, I, I didn't really, I didn't yeah. really know about how much work it takes. Yeah. You know, I was a hip hop fan, yeah. but I wasn't really, I wasn't really a battle fan. Yeah. So like yeah, those, yeah. those things are quite separate. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that battle circuit uh. is like, they fucking study and work and yeah. like, you know, properly, yeah. they practice the muscle memory of it and all that. Yeah. I just thought, oh yeah, you know, I can spit a hot I've 16. I must be a fucking, yeah, I've got Was, was there part of you that's like, and I'm into really, really yeah. specific underground yeah, hip hop. I know much more about hip hop yeah. than yeah. these I, I, wonder, I wonder if anybody else here actually listens to Company Flow. Yeah. No, I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They wouldn't get it. <laughs> yeah, do they actually listen to Group Home's whole album or just the single with Primo? Yeah. <laughs> I think I've got this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is that arrogance where you think it's just yours, isn't it? Sort of thing. Yeah. Mate, did you know the thing is, though, it's, it's, it's very similar to, to stand up uh, you know, because 
you know, like when I first started doing stand-up, like your taste in stand-up is is up here mm, and mm. your ability at it is so low, right? <laughs> and so you, I remember like, I remember you'd watch people doing it and you go, God, that guy's shit, that guy's shit. Yeah. Like they're fucking shit, man. And then you go up and you would be shit, yeah. right? Like yeah. you, you'd be so shit, but then you'd walk off like you're fucking better. Like I, I would say genuinely, I'm less confident in my ability to stand up now than I was the first two months I was doing stand up. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's yeah. the weird thing that's, about it. Because you, you know like, too much now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I remember being quite snobby about it as well. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, yeah. if I saw a comic rip it, but they were doing stuff about sex, yeah. I'd go, well, okay, you know, anybody can write 20 <laughs> minutes about sex and fucking rip it. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing stuff about existence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Fucking, <laughs> but the human condition. So it's a little bit tougher. Yeah, Mine's more conscious than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're actually taking a little bit more away from yeah, this. I'm not, yeah. the, I'm, not do, I'm not doing McDonald's stand-up, yeah. all right? I'm so. the sort of real conscious lyricist of the comedy yeah, world. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, it's Ron here, and you're in tune to the Chatting Shit Podcast. It's time to take a breath. If you like how that felt, then go to www.ronsbreathing.com. Thanks, guys. Coming back at you like Cleopatra, Ron. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, yo! Yo! Ha ha! Ha 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 ha! Will everybody shut the fuck up? Settle down, settle down! You're in tune to the Chatting Shit Podcast! UK stand up! The world's greatest! The best there ever was that ever lived! Series 2 out now, motherfucker! Oh gosh! Ha-ha! Are you ready? Check it! Check Are you it! Ready? Check it! So, like, where did it go from, I guess, like, yeah, like, fucking around to then becoming uh, a teacher? Like, was that when you just thought, I need to sort my life out sort of thing? Well, I I did. So I did a job, like, my first job at a uni was, like, a temporary job. It was, like, is this pensions review thing where they were, they basically, this is so boring, but um, it's not my podcast, so I'll tell the story. (laughs) (laughs) So, but, like. So they, they missold a load of pensions years ago, yeah. right? And then the government said, you've got to pay all this money back where right. you've been. So like they just employed shitloads of graduates like straight out of uni to sort out this. Like they just employ you for like, you did it for like two years or something. Have long manpower. Yeah. And they would just pay you a lot. We just got paid way more than you would do anywhere else. But you knew the job was only temporary. Right. Yeah, but yeah. it was like ev- almost everybody working there was straight out of uni, like in their early 20s or whatever. So there's so much fucking... Go- it, was like, it was like a halls of residence yeah, in yeah. these offices. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. you were doing this job that you didn't give a shit about. You were getting paid like decent money. It was a bit like an extension mm. to university yeah, in yeah, a weird yeah. way. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And then, that, I, yeah, yeah. and then after that, I went and did uh, cost analysis for this airline caterers. Like, I'd work out... That's boring as well. Uh, Oh, it's so boring, yeah. man. Like, but like, it was like you working out, like say Air New Zealand wanted 
like lasagnas across their economy flights, I would tell them how much it would cost for that to happen, right? Like that, no. that was basically. <laughs> did you my get job. to try it? Or? Yeah, I did. Yeah, like, yeah. I'd go to the presentations, and they'd have like you go into this like the initial presentation where you're talking about the menus. The chefs would have made up like a first class tray, a yeah. business class tray, premium economy, economy. And then everyone would try it, talk about what they like and shit. And I'd have to note down, or oh, they want an extra tomato wedge on a salad or whatever the fuck. <laughs> everyone, goes, then, like, everyone goes, yeah, the first class one was the nicest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Naturally. I, I preferred, it, I preferred out, it with yeah. metal cutlery. Definitely. Yeah. 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 But like, I hated that. I really hated that job. And yeah. I started to get a bit worried that that was adult life. Yeah. You know, mm. A lot of people that I was working with sort of went into it. And I remember one day, hearing a guy moan the same way that I moaned about the job, but he'd been working there 20 years. And I just thought, oh my God, like I've got, I can't, I, yeah. I, I don't want to do that, right? I was yeah. Sort of, yeah. And no disrespect, you know, I'm not saying that if you like that job, there's anything wrong with that. Like it just wasn't for me. It just wasn't so, your passion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like lasagna yeah. as much as the next yeah. one. Yeah, what can I say? Premium economy tiramisu <laughs> is not what I want to devote my life to. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so then, like, I just saw this thing where it was like they had this this graduate teacher program. Like, do you remember when? Like, I don't know if you remember. Oh. They were really trying to get loads of I, teachers. I do remember. There. They were like TV they were campaigns. Recruiting, yeah. But, yeah, 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 yeah. They were yeah, heavily, yeah. like, right. heavily, heavily recruiting yeah. new teachers. So it was around that time. And so I phoned up this school that running the program, and I said, I, "I want to become. I want to train to become a teacher. How do I go about that?" And they said, "We're starting the thing next week." Um, do you have any maths qualifications? And I did. And so they said, okay, you can look, come and have a look around and we'll give you an interview. So I went and had the interview. And then the next week I started training to be a teacher. So then that's how it kind of happened. And then okay, like, no. so then I was just a teacher. Weirdly at the school that I used to go to. That was, Whoa, that was, that's that was mad. Yeah, yeah. What uh, what age group? It's 11 to 18. So Fucking like, hell. Yeah. Yeah. The toughest. What sort of, uh, what was the vibe? Were they little shits? Was it hard to sort of navigate? Or uh, it was quite, play? it was quite a good, I mean, it's a comprehensive school, yeah. but it's quite a good one. Right, yeah. But like, it wasn't but, a dangerous mind sort of scenario. Yeah. No, 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 I did sort of, I did do that a bit. Nice. Because what happened was, yeah. so that school, you had a proper range of abilities, obviously. Yeah. But mm. like, that school had the full cross section of, people from like different social you know so you'd have the top set those kids fucking stand up when you walk in yeah right you know they, they'd work their asses off the whole time it's very very easy mm. but then you'd have a bottom set you know they'd be fucking they'd be like dashing chairs yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was my yeah. set yeah that, i don't know yeah, why right, right, right. i used that as an example and you said that now i know yeah. that's definitely yeah. <laughs> i live yeah. a normal life one yeah. time the guy yeah. in my class threatened to throw the, our french teacher out the window and she broke into tears <laughs> He was she genuine. Fucking hell, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I taught at that school for a bit. Mm. And then I had a, like a Michelle Fire for Dangerous Minds moment. I thought, I want to go teach at a, a rough school. Yeah, yeah. Not like a rough school, but a, a challenging school. Because yeah, I sort yeah, of feel yeah. like that's kind of the reason I got into teaching. I really loved teaching. I, was, I really loved it. Yeah. Can but I go like, to school where they're into more of the music I listen to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I can sort of talk to them on a level. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, yeah, Maybe I can I, rhyme yeah. the class at them or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, kids? Welcome to the cipher, <laughs> as I like to call it. Uh, but I remember, like, I remember, like, getting such a fucking shock because in the school that I taught at before, I thought they were challenging kids there. Yeah. But when I went to this other school, I remember the first day walking across the playground. There was a kid riding his bike across the playground, and I and I never shouted or raised my voice or even talked sternly. I'd always be like, "Mate, you can't do that," or you know, yeah. "Can you not?" You know, very just like very like how I talk normally. Yeah. You know, I didn't. I never really raised my voice. Anyway, this kid was riding his bike across the, across the playground. I said to him, mate, just so you know, you can't ride your bike on the actual 
playground. Can you just get off it and wheel it, wheel it across? And he just went, fuck off, mate. And just rode off, and I thought, oh, ah, this great. Is a I think, vibe. I think yeah, this school might be enough. Be fun. Yeah, yeah. I, think be, I think it might be a bit crunchier. Yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> well, I know what works. Some edibles with a rap cipher. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, players. <laughs> Turn up the next down a bike going across the grass. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I'm down with you. Yeah, I don't give a, I don't give a shit either. <laughs> Do I'm going to try this 40. I bought it from America. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone want a swisher? <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> the thing is though the, the honest truth it is was it what i did still enjoy it because the, the kids were really difficult mm. like really challenging and yet I, I had some classes that were easy but there's some classes like it would take me 20 minutes to get them to sit down yeah but if you read anything about their backgrounds you just go of course you're going to behave like that you know like you, you would oh, just yeah. you just go do you know what I get it. Yeah. And it's just great that you're in school for, I don't want to sound all sort of, you know, but it, it, you do yeah. just sort of think, nah, for sure. you stop, it, it stops you getting angry because yeah. you just think, how can I get annoyed with you for not conforming to like a very fucking rigid system yeah. Yeah. when you're coming from the home situation that you're coming from? So somebody said to me, one of the teachers that had been there for a while, they said, you've got to be, you've just got to be consistent with what your expectations are and they'll gradually start to get it. And mm. I remember like this one class in particular, I'd go in, and like they'd be, it'd be fucking chaos. It would take me ages to get them to sit down. And I say to them, when we start the lesson, you've got to be sat down. You've got to have your exercise books open. And they would just ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, ignore it. And I reckon about maybe like almost a term in, they started to do it. You know, like gradually started yeah. to do it. And it just felt like, it, to be honest with you, it felt fucking great. Yeah. You know, I saw that start to happen and they'd start to behave themselves. We'd actually start to get proper work done. Mm. It felt fucking amazing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But well, Especially coming from like not knowing what you wanted to do and working for what at the time felt like meaningless jobs to you. It's like yeah, probably yeah. the first time you're doing something where you're getting something out of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was, it was, it was great, man. It was really, it was really good. And, and where did you, like, obviously like it's quite a big jump from that to, to, wanting to work in comedy or be a comedian like where did that even come from was, was... well I, I've always been obsessed with comedy and probably like stand up in particular right. but yeah. like you know all comedy really like when I was a kid like my, my family are all into comedy and we used to like okay. we used to go to the video shop and, and everybody would choose stuff to go and watch uh, like as a family mm -hmm. and I'd always we'd all everyone would choose comedy but everyone's into sort of different types of comedy like you know, I used to get my, my brother and I used to really be into like Eddie Murphy films, and then yeah, my, yeah. my my mum was into really into uh, Pink Panther. You know, yeah, uh, like she loved all of that kind of physical. Is it, uh, Steve you know, Martin or Leslie? Yeah. Who's it? I can't Steve, remember. Steve Martin did it. I think uh, Steve Martin did it when it came back, but the original uh, one was like Peter Sellers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and so um, yeah, we used to watch comedy loads, and so I'd always been into it. Like, and when I did, we went on holiday to Pontins when I was about nine. And I did a gig. I did a stand-up gig right. like, at, at that during that thing, yeah. like as a just for a laugh. And so I'd always loved it, but I never thought of it as a. It's so it just feels so unlikely as a. I just really, didn't even yeah. consider it as a potential job. So then, like yeah. when I was teaching and I was enjoying it, I thought, well, I'm enjoying my job now. And then I thought, oh, let me just fucking give stand-up comedy a go. But I, I wasn't thinking of it. I on, I genuinely didn't think I was going to do it for a job. I just thought it'd be, you know, like. Teachers have hobbies. So I just thought it'd be a thing that I do on the weekends. Like playing the yeah. guitar yeah, yeah, or yeah. something, you know, like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought I would just do that. And so I just sort of started like 
doing like open mic gigs. And was that was that in Crawley or were you going up to like London? The first gig I ever because I didn't really know about how open mic circuit worked. Yeah. So so I just googled like comedy club southeast or whatever, and um, comedy cafe like came up as a thing that did new acts like new acts nights right and they go you know come and try out and do five minutes if you win you get invited back to do 10 or whatever yeah yeah so i was like oh, okay let me do that and so i phoned them up and they said you need to have done about 20 gigs really to to do it and i just said yeah i've done that so, <laughs> it's that blind so, confidence yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah totally yeah. totally totally <laughs> and so yeah i went and did that that gig and i didn't tell anybody i was doing it i think only my wife knew mm-hmm. and um i turn up and um I just didn't know what the fuck I was doing, man. I hadn't even looked into what writing comedy takes or anything, you know? Like, you sort of... Because obviously the problem with stand-up comedy is the art of it is that you 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 make it look as easy as you possibly yeah. can. Well, that's exactly. The, that's the, and did you, that's what did the you point think of it. it was like like someone Mate, just was, turning was, up there, like Eddie Murphy turning up and telling a story? So, a, yeah. a little bit. Like I, like, I was writing part of my set right, on the yeah. train on the way there. <laughs> yeah. You know, like... Yeah. Yeah. It's that it's laziness. Just, like, you, loads of ambition, but really lazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same, yeah. Yeah, I want to do, do really well unless it requires any kind of dedication <laughs> yeah. or, or What can or, I do? I can just yeah. turn up and get yeah, paid yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I remember, like, going and doing a gig and... The thing is, is you don't really know how you're doing when you do your first gig because you're buzzing your tits off at the adrenaline mm. of being on stage. Right, yeah. And I remember, like, I didn't have an idea. Of, I, because I hadn't tried out the set before I turned up, I didn't know what five minutes was. Yeah. So I think I did so long that they started flicking the lights on and off. But I didn't even know, on the stage lights, I didn't even know that was a thing to do when people are overrunning. So I continued after that. <laughs> nice, they're putting the strobe other... lights on, they're loving it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Imagine how annoying this is, right? Yeah. This guy's running on so long that you start flicking the lights. And then I started doing a joke about how the club needs to pay its electricity bill. <laughs> and I, like, it was so tr- pathetic because I just like, didn't have a fucking clue about any of the etiquette yeah. of being on a comedy night. And then I, it was shit. But I, I remember coming out and I was having a cigarette outside and like one, and, and the audience members were all outside or whatever. Mm. I got chatting to one of me. He goes, oh, yeah, mate, well done. And I said, um, yeah, it's actually my first gig. And he said to me, he said to me, you look like a comedian, like the way you carry yourself and everything. He goes, but I don't think you told a single joke. Mm. And, and like, you know, and, and it was like, I was like, oh, fucking. And then I thought about it. And I thought, yeah, I really haven't. You know, I just thought I would just talk. Yeah. And <laughs> it would be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I realized that I've actually got to like fucking actually properly put some time into writing. Do you know what I mean? And so then I looked up a, an open mic gig in Brighton. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing doing gigs there. But the other, the, the, I still didn't really know how it worked because I didn't know that stand-ups do the same material at different gigs. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I I thought that they're doing, they only do it. The gig that you see them at is the only time yeah, that's that's what I thought. that they oh, do yeah. that material, right? Yeah, yeah. So every, so it was fucking so time-consuming. Every single time I got a gig, <laughs> I had to like I've got fucking, to think of a new one in case someone forgot yeah, yeah, the got this one. How long is this one? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah in, case the, in case the three people that are at Top Banana <laughs> yeah. might be at, might be a chuckle bucket. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I was like fucking writing a brand new set Fuck every time. It out, yeah. And I remember like, I remember like doing a, a couple of gigs where there's a, 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 two of the same acts were on. Yeah. And this guy came up to you and he went, you, you did a totally brand new set. I said, yeah, is that not what you're, is that not what you do? And he looked at me like, you really are a fucking idiot, aren't you? But then like, but he was kind enough to sort of go, you got to craft, you know, you do it and then you craft it and you work on it and blah, blah, blah. So I just carried on doing the open mic circuit in Brighton for fucking ages, but I only gigged in Brighton. Right. Because I don't know why, because it's convenient. 
I was teaching as well, so it's just yeah, like yeah. I could just pop down the road and do these gigs. Did it become then, like a little bit of a comfort zone? You're in this bubble, people are enjoying a little bit, sort of thing. a little bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you start to get a bit of a, you start to get a bit known on the open mic circuit, yeah. you know. And yeah. so I started to sort of get booked for headline spots within like new act nights and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you, I kind of just did that, and I, I was really enjoying it. And then a mate of mine said to me, "I'm doing this. Um, I'm going to do the new act competitions." And he'd been going about the same time as me. And he goes like, you should go in for them if you want. And I was like, oh, right. Yeah, okay. So I went with him to do Amuse Moose. And then I got through to, I got through that that first round there. And same thing with Say You Thinking Funny. I did Say You Thinking Funny and got through to the Edinburgh heats of that. So okay. I went and did that. And I did, I remember the semi-final. Like I was watching it. I think I was one of the last acts on. And there's one guy who I watched his set. And I thought, oh, he's won this. Like, it's fucking unbelievable, right? So weirdly actually helped me because I just sort of thought I don't have any pressure like I didn't feel like I had any pressure then yeah yeah. and so I must have just like got super comfortable and then I ended up I ended up winning it was only very narrow the judges said after it's really fucking narrow between me and him but I went through and then one of the judges afterwards said to me oh the reason we put you through is because like you just look like you're going to be a comic like for your job like it's so clear and that was the first time it occurred to me that, oh, fuck, maybe I could do this, this for is a, a job, possibility. You know? it's li- yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. literally like the first time I properly thought, oh, okay. Let me really try. Yeah, let me actually, yeah, yeah, let me really try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is me not trying. This is how yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Wait, you wait and see what I, to actually apply myself. <laughs> this game ain't fucking ready. <laughs> yeah. When I start applying myself, I'm literally just going to do one set for all the gigs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be slightly better than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's going to be a better time pause <laughs> yeah, every single time. Yeah. When did the jump happen from, uh, like, how does it work? Did you get spotted and and someone suggested that you might be good on a, like, for TV? Or how does that work? Well, like, so I, I went on to do, I think, some Amuse Moose gigs after right. I'd finished the competition, mm. like, the, the year after. And right. an agent saw me. And like you know, a couple. I got sent. I got. I got sent to gigs to be looked at by agents, or whatever. You know, right, and they yeah, like yeah. they come to have a look and see if they want to take you on. And so I ended up getting an agent, and they said to me, "You sh- you need. Mm. You really need to do this full time." So like you know, we need to think about you going full time. But I had mm. kids at this point, and like mm. I sort of thinking, this is a bit. I need to be careful with this. It's and a so, big risk. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so like it felt because I'd be, I'd started to get paid for it, and at that stage it felt great because I was getting that money on top of a teaching salary what yeah. I wasn't ready for yeah. was for that to be the only money we were getting in do you know what I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a bit yeah. different right so yeah yeah so anyway they made a plan to like they said oh like why don't you leave at Christmas and we'll build up to it get you in with all the clubs and stuff make sure you've got enough live work going on so I was like all right so then I handed in my resignation you got to hand it in like a term a term before or whatever so mm. I handed in my resignation mm. and then like three days before I was due to leave leave the school I was teaching at, my dad died of a heart attack like, all of a sudden oh, out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. And so that happened the week I was due to leave. And so obviously I started like, you know, my brother and I had to try and sort out what was going on yeah. with my mum and like yeah. my dad's, my dad had a pub and that was all, the finances that were fucked and we wanted to make sure that she could keep her house and stuff. And so like we were doing that and then basically I just wasn't really mm. doing a lot of comedy. It was like, it was kind of lucky in a way that I wasn't teaching, so I was able to be around yeah. a bit, you know, like I, I didn't have a day job. But the problem was is that we weren't yeah. able to pay our bills and shit like that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it was it was sort of it was really tough. So 
uh, it was it was hard. To be honest with you, the, the thing that happened is like, you know, I really did think about quitting because we weren't making enough money and I just sort of felt like mm. I could be teaching. Mm. You know, it's like, it's not like I haven't yeah. got a thing that yeah. I can go and do. You know, so if we're not paying bills because I've got this fucking vanity project where, uh, you know, I think yeah. I should be paid for yeah. being funny. It feels a bit, it feels a yeah. bit selfish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but actually, like, Sean Walsh, like, really helped me out, man, because he'd seen me at a gig and he said, oh, look out for your whatever. And then he went on tour and um, he got me to do his support oh, wow. for the tour, right? So that money, that was like regular money coming in mm-hmm. for the first time. And so that was like, we were using that to pay, like, you know, I really fucking relied on that money. But then what he did was he started, like he was doing a show called Stand Up for the Week, which I don't know if you remember, it was on mm. Channel yeah, 4. Yeah, I remember, yeah. of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he had like yeah. a writing team. And he just basically started giving me writing opportunities. Wherever he saw, he'd go like, oh. try out for this show. See if you can write for that show and try it for this show and see if you can. And then eventually he sort of got started getting me TV writing work. Like he just kept recommending me to people. And, Sick and, and so that money, again, I started getting writing work and that money was fucking helping me out like so much. And then he did a show called Sean Walsh World, which he got me a job on. And then yeah. they had a press launch for that show. And again, like he fucking like stuck his neck out for me. He said, I think I want Romesh to do the gig. Like they they like a they wanted to do stand up as part of the the press launch. And so I did mm. the gig and like had a fucking like really nice gig. And like the people that produced that show also produced Live at the Apollo. And so right. I got a phone call the next week from like I didn't have an agent at that time. I'd left my agent because things were going so like I was struggling so much. And like, I got a phone call like while I was dropping the kids off to nursery directly from them because they had no agent to phone so they just had they just got my number and mm. I phoned me up and said uh, Romesh this is like it's Andrew Byrne he said uh, do you want to do the next series of Live at the Apollo and like wow. the buzz I felt because I knew that that was a good fee for that show and it was going to mm. pay my bills for the next mm. few months so then I knew that I've bought myself or well, that show buys me a bit of yeah, time to fucking time. try and make this properly and, and doors opening. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then that's how wow. it works. Really, it's like it's very difficult to get your first TV mm. show, and then as yeah. you, if you start to do all right, then people start to trust you. I, you know, or mm. you just start to feel the momentum build up a little bit. But I yeah. remember, like, I had, I had like shit fucking abortive attempts at being on TV. Like, I remember there was this panel show on, on Channel Four. I was nowhere near ready to be on a Channel 4 panel show. Like, I didn't have the experience, I didn't have the skills, yeah. I, like nothing really. And so I turned up and it's like fucking Mickey Flanagan was on it, Richard Iwade was on it, Jason, Ma- like Masters. heavy yeah, hitters, yeah, yeah. heavy hitters of like panel yeah. show destruction, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean? you know, and I remember like turning up, first of all, it's so funny, like, cause those guys, the reception they get is fucking amazing. Yeah. And, then, and then I get the reception, which, which basically I was, of, of somebody from the audience that's worked, walked up to sort of give it a back. A competition winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. And, mate, I fucking, I must have said three things yeah. the whole record because I was so terrified. And I think, like, yeah. one of those things about panel shows, like when you're doing the records is, when you get a bit more experience, you know that not everything is going to land. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just having a go, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and the thing is, you go, if something you say something and it isn't that funny. You've in your head, you just got to go, oh, fuck. I mean, who gives a shit? I'll say something else. Right. But when you start out, oh, yeah. you're thinking about what the others on the show are mm. thinking about you. You're thinking about what the audience yeah. think yeah, about yeah, you. Yeah, you yeah. think about how this is going to look on TV. Yeah. So you say something shit 
and then you don't talk for fucking ages because it's, you're terrified. It's like right? going into a, it's a horrible it's like when you're new going into a new writer's room when it's not people you know and stuff. Yeah, 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 like yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. mate. Like now I'll say anything and yeah, it's a little bit embarrassing yeah, yeah. for knowing, but fuck it, I'll carry on sort of thing. Bro, yeah, I know exactly yeah, what you, you mean. Like, too much. That is the, yeah. like, that's the only feeling I can relate to that, like because I, I can yeah. imagine it's tough. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. Right? But and then I walked off, and I even my agents who previously to the record have been very very excited have just watched their client essentially <laughs> fucking drop an egg into the record, and so like they were sort of being as positive as they could possibly be. Yeah. And then like I remember like trying to be quite self deprecating when you know when they ask you. Obviously, I was excited about being on yeah. TV. I'm posting a thing going, if you enjoy watching me laugh and nod at things that other people are saying, watch this show at 10 o'clock or whatever. I mean, somebody messaged me back going, fucking hell, I thought you were joking, mate. I don't think you say a single thing through the whole record. Like, it really was. Just, I was just there like a fucking ornament. It, it's, it, it must be awful, tough, man. Like, even Asim was saying, like, and Asim's fairly outgoing and has, has done yeah. a lot by now. But, but, but that's, that's a different thing. You know, even if you've achieved yeah. a lot, once you go on your first panel show, it's yeah, like, yeah. fucking hell, this is like, this is like a battleground for jokes to land. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. 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 And also it's a very different skill to stand yeah, Suddenly there's other people around and you've got to sort of like navigate through it. And I, I think back to some of my early appearances and panel shows and they were just awful, mm. like really bad. At the time you sort of think, oh, I did all right there, but it was, it, you know, it's, it was hard. But it's like, you know, vital just to be able to be hold your own now but you know what I mean like just having to work your way through being yeah well uh, yeah well you're just sort of thinking I want I want to build up a profile yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, and that sort of adds to the pressure of it because mm. like I remember like I did a mock the week once and I was shit and I remember thinking oh I'm never gonna you start catastrophizing in your head what that means yeah. that means I'm never gonna get booked on mock the week again yeah. which means that other people will hear about <laughs> yeah. this so I won't get booked on other panel shows yeah. so that's it now I've had my shot yeah. and I fucked it but, you know, one of the things that I've learned and my, my dad once said to me, is like, nothing is truly make or break. Do you know what I mean? True. Like, you, you, you know, yeah. even if that thing fucks up or that thing that you're really counting mm. on making work or getting away or getting commissioned or getting into, mm. even if that doesn't work out, it does, it, it, there is no such thing as a, that opportunity went away, so I'm never going to get That's make this That's so happen. true. And that comes from, like, your mm. dad was similar to mine in the sense of, uh, like, my dad was also, like, a hustler that would, uh, you know, bankrupt about five times had about 10 different businesses right, right, right. but it's a really amazing outlook to have is that there's no uh, beginning or end there's no it's not black and white it's like you can listen yeah. yeah that's an opportunity we can create another opportunity another time sort of yeah, thing. yeah yeah so like, yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah. man that's that's a good thing to sort of remind yourself in this in this industry as well i guess yeah that's amazing man so obviously then then you did become a master as in, like, taking it in your stride, going on panel shows, everything's yeah. fine. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, like, where, where did the, I guess, where did the sort of more acting side of it come into it? Because, because that's uh, a completely different well, thing in itself as well. I, I'd done a couple of bits of acting, but I, I didn't really have aspirations of being an actor, yeah. but I always knew that I wanted to do a sitcom. Or something. So, it's, so it's on uh, in, in your taste and in, in what you're yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. So, I thought, I, I, if I, did, I'm probably only ever going to do acting where I, I've written yeah. it. And I remember auditioning for stuff and I remember like auditioning for, for not going out. One. Right. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. it's to be a police officer. And I just didn't know anything. It's the same thing when I started doing stand-up. I just hadn't done any research into what you're supposed to do in auditions, yeah. you know, like what acting, what they're looking yeah, for. I, I just still don't know. It. Uh, yeah. But it's so hard. It's so fucking <laughs> yeah, hard. Yeah. But like, at least now, if I get offered an audition, 
I'll do a bit of reading into the project, yeah, you know, try yeah, to find yeah, out what they're yeah, looking yeah, for. Yeah. We're not just fucking going like a yeah. fucking moron. And <laughs> I hope reading that, it. Yeah, I hope that the way that you read it somehow sparks fucking. <laughs> they say, yeah, oh, this yeah, is the yeah. guy. Yeah. This is the guy. Yeah. It's just yeah. reading in your own voice with no it's emotion. Yeah. They're probably looking for that. Yeah, I've done script. that millions of yeah. times. Yeah. Oh, Monotone. It's so bad. Because I was just like, I was just thinking, you know, well, I, I'm sort of taught quite naturally. I'll just do it naturally. And I, yeah, it's, like a, yeah. it's like a police officer. It probably could be quite refreshing to them that it's really natural, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This guy's just sort of, he sort of, you can see the comedy sort of in his, in the glint in his yeah, eye. He's not yeah. doing anything. He's not doing anything overtly <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah. But you can just feel on camera the magic will yeah, unlock. And it's, it's, I yeah. think it's on the really day. Yeah. It'd be great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I remember doing it. It was like four lines, mm. right? So they'd, re- they'd read the scene and I did the first read. And I did it like I'm talking to you now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like, oh, that doesn't sound very good. Yeah. Why did you do that then? Like that. Yeah. I mean, I did the end of the audition and then they go, okay, okay, okay. Um, can you can you do it a bit sort of like you're you're annoyed that these guys have turned up and you're a bit frustrated. You're a bit frustrated. So you, you've been a bit front-footed about it. Okay, let's go. And then so I started doing it again. I read the first line exactly the same as I've done it the previous time. And I remember, I remember in my head going, right, you've got three lines to actually show that you've, that you've taken this on board. Three lines left. I did another one exactly the same. I thought, you've got two, you've got two now. Another one, you've got one now. One, okay, you're done. And, and, and just, done they must have yeah. just looked at me like, this guy yeah. has taken on board nothing. Yeah. He's gone, yes, yes, I understand what you mean. <laughs> And then he said exactly the same thing again. Why has he even turned up today? <laughs> <laughs> I've been in exactly the same position with exactly the same thought process as well. I remember sitting in a fucking waiting room, heart pounding. Yeah. So like you're already, I'm already so anxious that I can't even act. I'm just literally saying the lines, yeah. And then I yeah, walk in yeah. and think to myself arrogantly. Well, you know, yeah. I'm from a sort of mockumentary sort of vibe where it's quite realistic. I talk in my own voice. And and the, and the same sort of thing. I'm literally just talking, and uh, they're looking at me like, "Is is he even an act? What's he doing? Like that's <laughs> you're not an actor. You're just saying the lines." And then the same yeah. thing. Try to give me a note. I do it exactly the same. Like, brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll get back yeah. to you. Nice one. Yeah. yeah. I used to think brilliant. Thank you means they've seen what they need to see, and you're probably going to get it. <laughs> I was in there and for now, thirty now seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got the gift. Yeah. 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 Honestly, one minute. One minute. <laughs> They almost seemed they almost seemed angry about my suggestion yeah. to do it again. That's how that's how convinced they were that, that they wanted to. That's the sort of magic that happens though. It happens within the first 30 seconds of seeing someone. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. But like amazing. so then when I I wrote um reluctant I did Reluctant Landlord, yeah. which is this pub sitcom for Sky, which Steve yeah. Steve yeah, helped, uh, helped yeah, me. Yeah. And um doing the acting on that, obviously I was like playing a version of myself, mm. but during the process of doing that. I learned so much from like the other people that were in it and and just the sort of the day-to-day of of trying to find different types of delivery yeah. and, and and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I, I really learned a lot about it. I think we had Alison Stedman come mm. in to play to, to do a like do a bit for a couple of episodes. And she like annotated the script and like she'd written decisions on how she was gonna do lines and mm. shit. And I was like, oh right, I just thought you had to remember this yeah. shit. I didn't yeah, realise yeah, it was yeah, actually yeah. Yeah. remembering time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Enough. exactly. I feel like an actor just had a great memory. I remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> De Niro. But that's the battle, best isn't it? Just sort <laughs> of recording. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so true. But yeah. the truth is, I really enjoyed mm. it. And like so I started to get, you know, get other bits and pieces. And obviously I, you know, I'm now in um in King Gary and, yeah. and seeing how Tom 
seeing yeah. how Tom works and he's got an amazing cast in that. Yeah. And, you know, when we did the first series, yeah. just watching how those guys operate and stuff, I've really mm. learned loads from it. Yeah, know? Tom's great. When, when we filmed yeah. with him for something, he was, he was so good. I was intimidated yeah, yeah, in my yeah. scene. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to be as good as Tom. What's the point of me do you being know, here? Do you know the other thing I find that's very difficult to contend with is you do a scene with someone with Tom who's like so good. Yeah. And then I'd finish my thing and I'd think, what I just did was shit. Yeah. So then you're worried about that. So then you think, maybe I should ask them if that was okay. Yeah. And then you ask them and yeah, you can't what... really, there's nothing they can really say that's going to leave you reassured. Course, yeah. So then you end up being really yeah. fucking thirsty. Like I remember like sort of saying to James Defron, the director, yeah. like that was good. That was, was that okay? Was that sort of what you were after? We were, I feel, James has got a whole yeah, show to do. Yeah. 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 Has it got time to massage your you fucking fragile ego? Yeah. yeah. Just fucking get, prepare the scene. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And then if he says it's all right, just fucking deal with it at home on your own. You I've, I've, I've had that so many times. Yeah. Was that all right? Yeah, yeah, all good. Like, and in your mind, I'm like, like fuck no, they've, 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 they're they've on a time schedule. They're going on saying yes. They don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> yeah, I was really scared, but I, I was like, I need to ask yeah. him this. And I went up to him and was like, on the last take, is it all right if I go off script and just improvise yeah. it? And he was like, yeah, yeah. He was like looking at his watch. Like, yeah, yeah it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> And then it actually worked. Right. Like, I, and I was so glad that I asked yeah. him that because otherwise it was the yeah, shittest yeah, yeah. scene ever. Yeah, yeah Tom, Tom's a Tom's force, a G, man. man. You guys just finished, uh, you just wrapped on series, the, the latest series, right? Two. Two. Yeah, yeah, we just, yeah, yeah. 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 And Lily's in that, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's in that, yeah. She's, amazing, she's uh, I was a fucking, I was about to say exactly what the whole storyline was. Yeah. She's, she's really good in it. She's like, she's a mate. She is she's so good. unbelievable, yeah, man. man. Yeah, she's, she's incredible. Shit. We were so blessed to have her, man. Also intimidating again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that was, you know, like all of us boys, she was literally just someone else that was there at the time. Like she was Steve's, Steve's yeah, yeah. girlfriend and we needed a girl. Yeah, yeah. And she's fucking yeah. incredible. So yeah. sick, man. What does the future hold? Do you reckon what with uh, with like live tour and stuff like that? Is that is well, that coming back for you? Yeah, so we've got to finish this. I'm I'm looking at finishing the tour. I think we're going to start later on this year, but it goes into 2022, and then um, I'm about to start filming in the next month or so. Start filming the new series of League of Their Own. Sick. So it'd be hey. I'll do League of Their Own and then and then go off on tour. Yeah, and then that, and then we'll see what happens after that, man. But um, I, I'm loving the Loch Ness. Oh, really? oh, oh yeah, I yeah. just saw your episode, yeah, yeah. the paintball one. Yeah, that's that really looks, good. Uh, it looks really fun. Is there more of a uh, of the travel show coming? We'll have to. Talk yes, about there it. is. Yeah, there yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So we, we're try Basically, we. I was supposed to go away at the beginning. At the, I think maybe at the beginning of the year, I was supposed to do more of it. And as you know, travel has been the biggest fucking. There's been a pandemic. Year. Yeah, there's been yeah. a there's been a worldwide pandemic actually. <laughs> it's, and it's, it's like a flu. And, and I I'd, I'd been hearing worldwide pandemic a lot, and yeah. it hadn't really hit me that that actually does mean other country. You know, a lot of other countries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, worldwide. Yeah. I know That's we're in lockdown, here, but it's all good to shoot off, though, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's true. Um, anywhere for a bit yeah. yeah so it's like that thing where like we try, we're trying to do another series we're trying to do more of them Sick. but it's that thing of going what can we do in covid mm. that will still be good yeah and then and then gradually and then you sort of think well we could wait a bit and a country will like will be allowed to visit certain yeah so it's kind of playing yeah. that waiting game just chasing but the map around sort of thing yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but hopefully uh mongolia again <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So I, don't, I don't feel like we explored everything <laughs> yeah. about it yeah. a few things we missed yeah 
Wow, DJ Ostrich, why you stop the show? Well, I'll tell you, bro, this is the most important part. It's the question everybody wants to know. No, it is not what is your favorite jean fit. No, it is not what is your favorite size inch television. It's what is your favorite sandwich? A question we always ask all of our guests, um, mm. it's a really important question. I feel like it explains a lot about the person, is mm. what's your favorite sandwich? Okay, well, I, I have to qualify this mm-hmm. by saying that I am a vegan, so most of the decent options are knocked mm. out of the of the running straight away. I've got away. something though. It can be a like one of mine's a shawarma. It can be it can be a handheld. Someone said a samosa before. Yeah, can kind of samosa. Bar- I know that is mental, rat. isn't it? it? Is pushing the barrier, but <laughs> <laughs> but like that. I think that person didn't like bread or something. But yeah, like yeah, right. or a burrito. Okay. Or, you okay. Know what I mean? But yeah, listen, I'm more for like recognizing different cultures, but trying to fucking pass yeah, on the samosas. Yeah. That's, that's too like, far. Fucking hell. That's the world's gone mad. Said samosa, so angry. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah. yeah. yeah as I said, spring yeah, roll. Either. Spring roll? That's too <laughs> it's a far. Sandwich. It's an Asian sandwich. <laughs> Do you know what I really love? Uh, I really love a really fucking fiery hot tortilla from Benito's Hat. I'm a big, I'm a big Benito's Hat fan. Mm. And they do a great fucking like uh, peppers, mm. loads of guacamole, all the salads, shit ton of jalapenos. Yeah. I always go extra hot on the spice. Nice. Uh, that's what I like. Nice. I had a really awkward uh, situation in a Benito's Hat once because I kept going in there all the time, right? Like for a while. You know when you go for a phase of like, I feel like I can't continue to survive. Yeah. Yeah. I get really addicted to things. I, do. Like, I, I do. went for a, yeah. I went for a phase of being addicted to fruit and fiber cereal <laughs> for a while. Like, and, and I just kept eating it. Yeah. And it was making me shit like nine or ten times a day because obviously it is fruit and fiber. Yeah. Right? It's for people that aren't regular. Yeah. And like it was it's actually impinging yeah, yeah. on my life. I couldn't bring the addiction in. Great diet, but, um, though. It's very slim at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Really, really. I slim, had that yeah, with yeah. granola but, um, for some reason. It's not even that delicious. Yeah, there you go. And I was like, it's I so... really need some more. It's delicious, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. So anyway, I was like addicted to like, I was really into Benito's hat tortillas. Yeah. And then I was sitting in there one day and like the the manager recognized me right. and he comes over and he goes, oh, he goes, are you enjoying your, your tortilla? And I go, yeah. And he goes, oh, great. And he goes, um, I just wanted to say, like, I really like, really love your work. And he goes, I just got you this. It's like a little way of saying, you know, thank you. And he gave me this dessert. It's like flan dessert thing. And it's like, it obviously was absolutely fucking crammed full of dairy. Right? <laughs> oh, and, and he was, <laughs> and, and, and like, I looked at it and this is really bad, but I was so embarrassed and he was like so shy. He obviously had been thinking about whether to talk to me or not. I just fucking ate it. Yeah, 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 you have to. (laughs) I I sat there and ate it and he watched me and he's going, is it good? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I think to myself, I'm going to fucking throw up later. Like, this is mad. But like, this is so, yeah, my stomach hasn't felt dairy for fucking Uh, years. My my shit's going to come out like white spray (laughs) paint. I, I, what I should have said to him is like, if you really are a big fan, yeah. how the fuck do you not know I'm vegan, cunt? Uh, <laughs> take this shit away. But I didn't. I, I, I ate yeah. the whole thing, man. No, I hear but, that, but, though, man. I, I feel the pain on that. I would have been the same, man. Um, right. And uh, mm-hmm. also, uh, this is probably the most important part of the show, because most people listen to the show because of me and Hugo, not because of the guests. Sure, yeah, do you sure. know what I mean? No, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Get that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, in, this is the uh, part of the show we like to call... The three questions. three questions. Which you basically asked me and Hugo three questions. I ask you three questions. Yeah, it's quite arrogant, isn't it? Uh, really? Yeah. Is. Yeah. In a good, in way, a good yeah. way. Like a fun way. Can the questions be about anything? Uh, completely anything, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, fine. So, question number one, then. Who's your favourite Wu-Tang member? Oh, yes. And sick. why? All right, cool. All right, so, easy. do you know what? I had different phases. First of all, it would have been Method Man. Yeah. Sure. And then it moved on to Jizza because I thought I was really right. deep and I was re- yeah. I really wanted to be a fighter for centre. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story, but it really consumed my life. And then, uh, yeah. and then, and then it was Inspector Deck because I was all about like, oh yeah, underrated lyric, more of the lyricist sort of thing. And as I got older, it's probably Raekwon because I love the swag and the right. slang and the slightly ridiculous yeah. lyrics. But just, yeah. I just love his swag, man. Yeah, yeah. probably because my favourite. Yeah. Solo project would be only built for Cuban links. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's my favorite too. Yeah. Definitely chef. All right, question two. Question uh two is what is uh your takeaway or your go-to takeaway order? Oh, that's a sick one as well. Mm. For me, because like if I'm getting takeaway, I don't want it to be too unhealthy unless I'm like hanging out my mind or whatever. And I'm I'm mm. living in East, so you've got like I'm near Dalston, some of the best Turkish spots and that. So I'll, if I'm going to eat in and it's a naughty treat, it'll be a mixed grill. But if it's at home and it's just like after work, you know what I mean? More often than not, I'll get myself a little chicken shish with rice salad and the Turkish bread. That's why a little chicken sauce actually, that. That's actually, you're, that's healthy, Yeah, isn't it? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm. I'm trying to justify it to myself if I'm getting a takeaway, do you know what I mean? Right, I right, mean, right. I did sit in my pants and eat a kilo of Donner meat the other night after my first drink, but uh, <laughs> that's just that. <laughs> every now and then and I went home early as well everyone was still out I went home at 10 I was like yes this is sick <laughs> <laughs> but yeah go on you go um, well I, I, I moved away from, from the slums. where I grew up in the slums of Shaolin so but it's changed but there's an amazing Caribbean place near me so I normally get curry goat rice planting nice. coleslaw oh, strong order that, that's my yeah. that's my go to setup. Yeah, yeah maybe a dumpling that's a nice that's a nice yeah. like exotic little you know you, you sound like a food yeah. yeah yeah I'm not at all I, it's, it's a good I, little block party flavour okay uh, and my final question for you best film you've watched in the last year ooh fuck that's a good one man alright okay mine is Les, yeah. Les Miserables or Les Miserables I don't know how to say it but uh, yeah. it's not the theatre thing or the musical yeah. whatever it's called it's uh, if you ain't seen it bro it's like do you remember La Haine? Yes. yeah so it's like for me I guess the best depiction of the French hood since La Haine. It's, right. it's on Netflix at the moment it's sick it's just about it's about this sort of social economic politics within the hood in, in Paris and uh, about like the youngers coming up and like the crooked cops and yeah, sick man, it's proper. Sick. Is it sort of like like La Haine was unbelievable? Amazing, it? I mean, I yeah, it. yeah. It's not it's not black and white and it's not all shot over a day, but it's it's the similar sort of thing, man. Like oh, yeah, right. that French hood shit, man. Yeah, sick. Yeah, it's hard. Okay, all right, I'll check it yeah. out. But you like the but just to be clear, you like the musical as well, don't you? I, I love the musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. No, <laughs> loves yeah. it. Yeah, it feels like you're trying to distance yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... <laughs> Yeah. I thought yeah, that yeah. can't be the case. I, like I always do that so insecure. Not a musical. Not no no. Fuck <laughs> yeah, that yeah. shit. Yeah, it's ghetto based. It's based pussy. on the fucking streets. Yeah. 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 It's gangs, gang shit. Yeah. Oh, mine's tough. I watched um Green Book oh, yeah. the other month and I thought that was amazing. But I also love Tenet. So can, can, so can I, I ask you a few questions about Tenet here, because yeah, yeah, please. I, I, I haven't watched it, right? And the reason I haven't watched it yeah. is because one, I heard that you can't hear a lot of what's being said in it, and two, 
it's impossible yeah. to understand. And three, I saw, I heard Christopher Nolan talking about it on the Kermode and Mayo podcast, yeah. and it really put me off. Right. Like to be honest, so, so there's those. Oh, you sound like a cunt. Yeah, just sort of. Really <laughs> you know what? Tough. Someone said to me before I watched it, they were like, "Oh yeah, I watched it. I didn't really understand what was going on. I had to Google it at the end." And the whole way through, because I had that in my head, I was really right, paying right. attention. No phones. Nah, nah. You know, you know the one thing that the one thing that people kept saying that I found really annoying is like. Don't, it's not even about trying to understand it. Just watch it and enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, I can't because I keep trying to fucking like, work it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I can't just yeah, sit yeah. there and watch the visuals like I'm fucking in Clockwork Orange. <laughs> I'm trying to fucking follow what's yeah, going it's on. It's a three-hour music video. No, I, <laughs> I, I got it. I understood it. And the soundtrack as well. I love the guy who did the soundtrack. Right. He made like Redbone for Childish yeah, Gambino. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, that's sick. Done yeah. the Creed Sorry. soundtrack and he done... He's done loads of Black Panther, produced for Kendrick, and he's done that as well. So. And Titanic, funny enough. Yeah, when he was four, <laughs> yeah. he did that. Um, I've got one just quick question for you, because yeah. you've got yeah. your own hip-hop podcast, obviously. Hip-Hop Saved mm. My Life. Everyone should listen to that if they don't already. It's one of my favourite podcasts. And um, he, uh, he, you, <laughs> yeah. you, I've never heard you say who your top three are, top three dead or alive hip-hop rappers. Go. Oh, fuck. Quick, uh, quick. Sorry, guys. You go, you go. I've you got go. to get to nursery. It closes in 10 minutes. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> okay, cool. Sorry. Thank you for today, man. Appreciate yeah, it. I'm sorry if that, if that, if that question... Yeah, he's gone a bit weird now. Like, yeah. oh, fuck, I, <laughs> listen, I haven't got time to listen to his fucking top, right? Fuck this yeah. guy. Yeah. Nursery closes at 6. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting there. Okay, All, right. Okay. All right, see you later, mate. So, Ramesh understands. <laughs> All right, yeah, see you later. Top three, dead or alive? Oh, fuck me, man. This is hard. It's hard, isn't it? Okay. And do, uh, do you know what? Uh, to take pressure off it, this isn't going to be set in stone forever. I understand that your opinion can change day to day, but it's okay, whatever fine. you feel today. So I would go Biggie. Yeah. Black Thought. Sick. And the lot, uh, this is quite controversial, but God. I might go Pharaoh Monch, you know. Wow, well, yeah, yeah. I just love those three guys. Well, you've gone like for rappers' favourite rappers. That's what you've done there. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, so you're, yeah, you're showing so. yourself as someone that's within the industry, which I well, like. it's because you know, you know, you know from like my time at the Scala. Of course, that, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm sort of, I'm, I'm not looking at it as like a fan. No. I'm more looking at it as these are my colleagues <laughs> that I consider to be colleagues. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's sick. That's a, that's strong, man. That's strong. Who are your top three? Just having oh, you got man, top three? it's fucking hard, man. Well, okay, I'd probably say just all round, probably like Nas. Big pun. Yeah. And MF Doom. You know what? Doom was who I was going to say that I feel slightly gutted that I haven't put in because I... Mm. Well, because he died. Doom's another one, man. Because he died. I just thought I just thought I didn't want to go... You yeah. know, everyone's fucking banging <laughs> on about Doom now. Who's my top three? DMX, Doom, and... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he died before that. And, and Shock G. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good top three, man. Yeah, you, Great top you three. too, bro. But um, listen, one last question we ask all our guests is, are you our new best mate now? Mate. You know what insults me about that yeah. is the fact you said you said new. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. You yeah. are continuing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah. an ongoing, it's an ongoing journey yeah. along our our, our our travels as best friends. Perfect. You know I, mean? I love that. I sort of lost myself in the middle of that sentence, but you get the sentence. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, no, nice one, bro. Really appreciate your time, brother. No worries, mate. Take it easy. Nice one, man. This is the outro. See you later. And good luck. Stay lucky, boy. Stay lucky, boy.
Oh, what an F, eh, Hugo? Oh, that's right. Hugo's not here, and I'm just doing the outro on my own because Hugo doesn't give a shit about you lot, and I do. So, you know, I'm doing the outro because I, I know there'll be people listening going, if there wasn't an outro, they're going, oh, oh, we really love the outros, you know. Um, that's one of the main bits. Um, so here I am giving you the outro. So this is an official outro to the Romesh episode. Big up, Romesh. Thank you very much for coming in. Uh, I don't need to tell you lot where to find his stuff. Just Google him and you will see his world takeover everywhere in sight. Yeah? All right. I've been me. You've been you. And you've also been welcome. See you later. Oh, yeah. Also, we forgot to say that uh, you lot must like and subscribe as well, apparently. Yeah, yeah. just click just click just on click it. On it's real it. easy. Yeah, lift your finger, yeah. drop it when you see the like or subscribe Done. it. Done. All right? Done. Yeah. Also, follow us on Instagram uh, and our new Twitch account because we'll be doing live episodes on Twitch every now and then. So keep an eye out. Mm-hmm. Both of them are the chatting shit podcast. That's the chatting shit podcast. All right? So follow us on both of them. And also, if you've got any questions anything you want us to talk about uh, hit us up on the email that's chattingshit1 at gmail.com nice one sweet yeah yeah see you later see ya hey yo will everyone shut the fuck up I want to give a crazy stupid dope fly shout out to everyone involved in this podcast no fuck that who's the brain that produces this show man man like Rupert Magending and who's the audio editor? James Torrance, check the it! House. Who's the video editor? Ha ha, James Lord! And who does all the uh, illustrations? It's Alice and the Ink! Mad on the visuals, bruh! Shout out all the posse down at ACAS Laboratory! Hip hop, hip hop! Am I right, hustler? You're not wrong, played by Valentino! 